what is up guys combat addict here um you wouldn't believe what just went down i recorded this podcast it was 48 minutes only to find out that i recorded it with the wrong mic input and I literally told myself, I was like, I'm not even going to do my podcast today. I'm just going to just chill out and relax and not worry about it. But guess what? I decided that I was going to record this podcast because I care about you guys who listen to this thing and like it and enjoy it. And so I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not doing anything important. Let's get this thing done. And I went and I recorded the entire podcast. And I actually had a great time. I actually enjoyed myself recording that podcast. I actually wanted to hear it back. I wanted to listen to the podcast while I uploaded it. Because that's how much I enjoyed myself recording it. And then there was no audio. Interesting how that works. That was probably one of the, the, the more enjoyable podcast recordings that I've done in the last little while. And it's the one that I actually can't listen to again. And this is like a really somber way to restart it, I guess. Um, this is something that usually I save for Saturday podcasts, but I just thought I would share that and let you know that this entire podcast is a re-recording of a podcast that I thought that everybody was really going to enjoy. So I'm sorry that I made that mistake. And as a result, you guys will never get to know how awesome it was to hear me do ASMR with Oreos because I did ASMR with Oreos on that podcast. I just had a grand old time just doing whatever I wanted, talking about MMA and eating Oreos. It was amazing. And now, now you guys don't get to hear it. So, I mean... You know, that's just the way it goes. Anyways, we're starting with this because this is absolutely insane. If you haven't seen this and you're squeamish and you're eating Oreos or something, please don't watch because it's brutal. Dude, look at his ear. Dude. His ear is just dangling. Oh, God. When he gets punched in the face and it jiggles around like that, it's sickening. Oh, God. And Dominic Cruz was saying, ladies and gentlemen, what we do is not a game. And he is right, man. This is one of the few sports, one of the few sports where you could have a dangling ear and the crazy thing is his ear wasn't even dangling because of anything uh, like crazy. It wasn't like a head kick that did that to his ear. It was just a punch. 
somebody threw somebody threw a a um a right hand into his ear and there was a lot of cauliflower build up there and it just exploded his ear just popped open and if you want to see this fight it was on the prelims of the Teixeira uh, Santos fight card it was Max Griffin versus Ramiz Bromage Ramiz Bromage pretty sure is how you pronounce his name but yeah, man, that was nasty. <laughs> that was disgusting. That dude's ear got absolutely destroyed. Um, so we had talked about Israel Adesanya fighting Jan Bohovic. And, uh, I had laid out why it makes sense for Israel Adesanya and why maybe Jan might not want to take that fight because that is a, a hell of a fight to take as your first title defense. Maybe he's just after the moolah, who knows. But anyways, I was talking about how that fight made sense. That Izzy had cleaned out his division essentially or cleaned out anybody who's cleaned somebody else out. And uh, it just made sense to me that that fight took place. And then the old geezer, Glover Teixeira, at 41 years old, puts on a great performance against Thiago Santos. Now, the start of this fight between him and Thiago Santos actually had me thinking that Glover Teixeira was about to be knocked out. Okay? He got dropped fast in the first round. And I thought, this is it. It's going to be a TKO. But then Glover turned it around and actually made it into a takedown. He made the fight about the mats and not the hands. And Dominic Cruz was saying that Thiago Santos was probably not able to train grappling for a long time because of the injury that he had sustained against John Jones, I believe. For this reason, he was rusty when it came to the mats. And he just could not deal with the ground pressure of Glover Teixeira. Whether or not that's true, Glover Teixeira manages to submit this man with, I believe it's a rear naked choke in the third round. That's a five fight win streak. The dude is 41 years old. Now, I know that we all said that Izzy was going to fight Jan, but I'm going to be honest. I think we have to give that fight to Glover. Even Jan Bohovic is open to the idea. Dana White is talking about that fight happening. And Glover has been around long enough that he deserves it. He's earned it. Right? And it makes sense for a couple of reasons. First off, Glover's not getting any younger. Okay, dude is 41 years old. We're not going to ask him of all people to wait. That's for damn sure. Right. With that being said. Izzy is a young gun. He's like 31 years old or something like that. Izzy most definitely can wait a little bit. 
Izzy can take some time and wait. Now, it's not like we're trying to disrespect Israel Adesanya, you know, and I'm a huge fan of Israel. You all know this, all right? What I'm saying is that we have to pay respect where respect is due, not just to Izzy, but to the vets. And Glover Teixeira is a vet who is in a position that no vet has been in, as far as I know, ever, or at least for a long time. At 41 years old, you're on a five-fight winning streak and you're ranked number one in the division? We've got to give you that title shot. I mean, when are you going to have a title shot ever again in your life? I'm not going to wait until you're 42 and you blow your back out. I'm going to give it to you as soon as possible. He finished Thiago Santos. <laughs> you have to give him the title shot. In my personal opinion. There's just no way around that. It's a matter of respect. It's a matter of respect. You gotta give him that title shot. That's what I would say. That whole card was really good, though. That whole card was very, very good. We had... We had some uh, good fights on the card. And um, where, 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 where am I? Where am I looking here? I would say that there were some highlights. There were some people who stood out. Giga Chikadze. Giga Chikadze had the only knockout of the night. And I would say you got to keep an eye on Giga Chikadze and Haoni Barcelos. Haoni Barcelos. I'll show you a picture of him really quickly. He's this guy right here. Howney Barcelos looked amazing that night. Everywhere. All right. The dude's striking is crisp and beautiful. He leads with rear uppercuts, which is just so bold and so ballsy. He's great on the ground. He's a bantamweight. And he's not even ranked. Just go watch this fight between him and uh, his opponent. Uh, what was his opponent's name? I can't even remember right now. Kali Taha. Yeah. Go watch this fight between between himself and Kali Taha. Looks amazing. Looks incredible. And I say this, I said this once and I'll say it again. I say it all the time. The Bantamweight division is the future, man. You got a bunch of killers in that division. Everybody is good in that division. Everybody is good, man. Right now, 155 is hot. That's what everybody wants to see. But in the future, the division that everybody is going to care about is Bantamweight. Give it like, give it like three to five years. 
three or four years, Bantamweight, that's the division that everybody's going to care about. Anyway, how many Barcelos was really good. A disappointing fight was Tanner Bozier versus Andre Arlovsky. Now, Tanner Bozier is a Canadian, and I have noticed that we don't have very many good Canadian fighters anymore. I mean, we had GSP, we had Rory McDonald, but I'm going to be honest, there are really only a couple of Canadians who I really want to see fight now. There's like Hakeem Dawoodoo, and there's Gavin Tucker. Every other Canadian I see fight always ends up disappointing me, and it just makes me sad. Tanner Bozer, I knew was going to be one of these guys. I knew was going to be one of these guys. And when, he, and when he fought Andre Orlovsky, I thought to myself, this is his opportunity. This is his chance to put a stamp on it and say, I am here in the division. I beat a former champion. That was his opportunity. And he blew it, guys. He totally blew it. He was hesitant the entire fight. He didn't lead the dance. He looked shaky and jittery, like he didn't want to get hit. He didn't push the action at all. And I knew as I knew before the first round even ended, I was like, Andre Arlovsky's gonna win this fight. And when the first round ended, Andre Arlovsky hit him with a killer right hand. He submitted. He submitted and he lost a decision. And that was his shot. I, I find that Canadian fighters end up disappointing me and it sucks because I am a Canadian and it's just, Canadians are not known as fighters, man. And this is why. You're, you're fighting in a co-main and you shy away from the challenge. You're gonna be a journeyman. You had the opportunity to be a contender, but now it is set in stone. You're going to be a journeyman. Or maybe, maybe not set in stone, because you can make adjustments. You can change. You can do, do something differently. But he just disappointed me on that night. But Hani Barcelos did a great job, and Giga Chikadze had a fantastic knockout. Set up a left kick to the head with a left kick to the body. Went to the body first. And then went to the head right after. Knocked the guy right out. Clocked him right on top of the head. It was beautiful. Anyways. Islam Makachev is out. Rafael Dos Anjos is now fighting Paul Felder who stepped up to the plate. Now, this fight is happening two days from now. And Paul Felder said already that he regretted the decision to take this fight immediately after he took it, which I think is funny. I respect Paul for having made the decision to take this fight. But he said that immediately he regretted that decision. And he got the call while he was on the treadmill to take the fight, took the fight, and got terrified and is still terrified terrified of his situation he has said that that's normal for him apparently it's normal for paul to be terrified of a situation but 
He's stepping up to the plate. He's stepping up to the plate to uh, to take the fight. And I actually think he can win. Uh, he went five hard rounds with Dan Hooker. And Dan Hooker went five hard rounds with, with Dustin Poirier. All right? Now, I actually think he won the fight against Dan Hooker. That's my my real opinion about the whole thing. And while Rafael Dos Anjos was a former champion, I mean, Rafael Dos Anjos has lost to, you know, people before who were strikers. He's lost to Leon Edwards, and Leon Edwards, I mean, I don't know if you were going to argue that Leon Edwards is a better striker than Paul Felder. So I actually think Paul Felder can win. I think he can beat Rafael Dos Anjos in this fight. And I'm rooting for Paul. I want Paul to win. I want the Irish Dragon. The Irish Dragon. To come out with a win. He deserves it, man. He's always talking about how his next fight is going to be his last fight. You can tell that this guy loves the sport. But but is it, it's, it's like a love-hate relationship. Like he's psyched to sign up for the fight and get ready to do it. You know what I mean? And, and, and go in there and have fun. But it's like every time he fights, I don't know if it's the hits to the head or whatever, he gets reminded of uh, how temporary this sport is and how, how temporary you need it to be if you want to be healthy after the fact. Who knows? This might be his last fight. I mean, if he wins, it's not going to be his last fight. If he wins, I mean, you're, you're going you're gonna to go for it for as long as you can if you win a fight against Rafael Dos Anjos. But if he loses, I have a feeling it's going to be his last one. I don't think he's going to lose, though. I think he's going to win. He deserves a win, man. There was one time where there was a robbery against uh, Edson Barboza that he had. But Karma so had it that he, he, he lost a fight to Dan Hooker when I think he won. So I think he's due for a win. Speaking of Leon Edwards, Leon Edwards finally has a fight against Hamzat Chimaev. Now, Leon Edwards is the safe bet in the sense that he's on an eight-fight winning streak and he's also a veteran. Up the ladder. So, if I'm putting money down, I'm putting money down on Leon Edwards. But I think it's important to note and mention that Hamzat Chimaev is a wrestler, or can wrestle, sorry. And the last person that Leon Edwards lost to was Kamaru Usman. I said Kamaru. Oh my god, that's so funny. Kamaru Usman. The Russians with their K's, man. Have me have me messing up everyone's name. I, this is my friend Haley. She's from <laughs> She's from uh Toronto. My friend Haley. <laughs> oh wait, no, Haley's a name. I was trying to say Kaylee, but you know what I mean with the you know what I'm trying to do I'm <laughs> I'm trying to be a Russian and say Kaylee but say Haley and I'm realizing that Haley is just a regular name so it's not even Haiti how about that instead of Katie Haiti you know like the country I don't know man anyways the truth is, Leon could lose. 
If Hamzad is as good of a wrestler as we think he is, Leon could lose, man. And he could lose bad. I don't think Hamzad is just going to stand there and strike with him if he doesn't have to. And Leon is from England. They don't wrestle over there. <laughs> English people don't wrestle. They don't even know what the ground is. They're like, well, I just thought that was the opposite sky. <laughs> the ground? What? You mean the platform that we walk on? That's called the ground. And you go down there? Really? No. Yeah. They don't know how to wrestle. They don't know what wrestling is, man. I don't. I haven't seen cauliflower on one English person's ears. Which probably isn't entirely true, but you know what I'm saying. They don't have cauliflower ear. I have more cauliflower ear than an English person. And I, I barely grapple right now. I'm trying to grapple more. I'm trying to get back into a jujitsu gym, even though there's, there's a pandemic going on. Look, man. I've been... I've been neglecting my training for weeks now. For weeks, I've been neglecting my training because of the pandemic and doing my, my, my part to not spread this COVID thing. But honestly, man, I'm not going to be inside for the next year and a half. So I'm going to a gym. They Are they open? Oh, they're open? They're not locked down? All right, I'm going to mine. So, hey, say what you will. Do what you will. But I'm I'm going to my gym, so live with that you know anyways man the point is that you know leon could lose this fight if he hasn't worked on his wrestling but uh i'm not just gonna assume that leon as a vet who has an eight fight winning streak hasn't thought about wrestling when he's thinking of taking on Kamaru usman oh my god i did it again Kamaru usman so my bet is still is still going to be on Leon just because I have to bet that he's prepared for wrestlers. I have to bet that Hamzat has been fighting people who aren't as good. That's got to be the bet that I make. I can't just well, well you know he you go Hamzat wrestles oh the fight is over. So we're going with Leon on that one. Although I honestly feel like Hamzat might win. Just because of the grappling, the grappling edge. Maybe I need to go watch his, his earlier fights. That's what I need to go do. I need to go watch his earlier fights and see how good of a grappler he is. Because if he's a really good grappler, then Leon is done. Grappling is Leon's kryptonite. So honestly, this is not a good fight for him. <laughs> this is not a good fight for him at all. Another interesting matchup that we've got going on not going on but that i want to talk about is is um kevin holland talking all kinds of trash to israel adesanya after his fight like kevin holland wants smoke with israel adesanya the style bender and it just doesn't make any sense to me because First off, you got to get through Jack Hermanson, and I don't think that Kevin Holland is going to be able to get through Jack Hermanson. I think that Jack Hermanson is on a whole different level, and that Kevin Holland, while he is a good striker, is not going to be able to stay on his feet for the entire fight. Jack Hermanson is going to take him down at some point, and when he does, he's going to submit him. Or not, we're going to find out. That's my estimation, but... 
the fact that he's he, he's he's talking about fighting Israel or or not even talking about fighting Israel but talking down to Israel in front of you know whoever you know what I mean it's interesting because it's like you know for a fact that he has had like five times the fight experience that you have had he's older than you he's wiser than you he's smarter technically than you with respect to striking there's no way there's no way he's going to be able to beat Israel Adesanya even if he makes it past Jack Hermanson honestly Israel is the kind of test that I, I just don't understand how anyone is supposed to overcome when you have 74 74 wins in kickboxing And then you have another 20 wins. Or what is he? Or what is, is he 20 and 0 now? Yeah. I believe he's 20 and 0 now. I believe he's 20 and 0. Hold on. Where is this? Oh my God. Look at this. Oh my God. I'm trying to find it. 253. Come on, where are you? Yeah, he's 20 and 0 now. 20 20 wins. 20 20 wins in in um in uh MMA. And there's some dude named Kevin Holland talking trash to you who's I don't even think has had a kickboxing match. I mean, it's just it's not even it's not even close. So I just find it interesting that he's even talking to Israel Adesanya like that. Not make any sense. I don't know what's going on with this Conor McGregor fight. Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. I have got absolutely no clue whether or not this fight is actually happening. I mean, I know it's going to happen. It's like 99% certain that the fight is going to take place. But it just seems to me that there's so much miscommunication going on. I mean, Dana White literally had said at one point that the fight is done. He said that. Those are his words. And then... He was like, oh, the fight's not official yet. And Dustin Poirier was like, send me the contract. And then they're saying that Dustin Poirier signed his side of the contract, but Conor McGregor didn't sign his side of the contract. And then John Kavanaugh is tweeting out, John Kavanaugh is tweeting out, it's on, which is so vague and cryptic, but that doesn't mean anything. And then, I'm not even kidding you, this literally happened. There were two articles on the Bloody Elbow front page, I'm pretty sure, or MMA Mania, one of those. And it was like, <laughs> Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor fight confirmed. And the other article, the other article was like, Dana White says that the fight is not official. On the same page, the front page, there are two articles with conflicting information. I was like, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe, man. Are we ever going to figure out when this fight is happening?
I think Conor McGregor wins that fight. Dustin Poirier fights like way too, like he gets hit way too much. Like he fights like, man, Dustin Poirier fights like in a way where he's going to try to scrap with Conor McGregor and Conor McGregor has too much power for that. You can't do that with Conor. Dustin Poirier doesn't know how to fight any other way. <laughs> he just boxes the hell out of you. And um, I, I I don't see him. I don't see him changing that just because of Connor. And I think that Connor is just too strong. He's going to knock him out. He's going to knock him out. I think that it's important to remember that Connor McGregor is the guy who starched Eddie Alvarez, who starched Jose Aldo who decimated Donald Cerrone. Like, you got to understand, he is taking these people's souls from them. I'm not just like a huge Conor McGregor fan per se. Like, I'm not just on his jock. But I respect the man and what he's capable of. And I just think that if we're talking about fighting styles right now, Conor McGregor is 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 not a good matchup for Dustin Dustin Poirier. Because I don't know how Dustin is going to avoid... Because I've seen Dustin Poirier wobbled. And we've seen him finished by Conor McGregor before. And I've seen Conor McGregor wobbled like one time by Habib Nurmagomedov. Which is so funny that of all the people to wobble him, it was Habib. Anyways, it doesn't even matter. The point is... My bet is Conor's going to win that fight. That's my bet. I really think Connor's going to win. I really think Connor has been working hard this entire time. And I think that people seriously don't understand the amount of power in those gorilla shoulders, that crazy back of his. Dustin Poirier is good. He's very, very good. But his fighting style is not suited to go up against a power striker like that. I don't think. Who fights the way that Connor does. It's going to be a good fight though. The truth is. I want Dustin to win. But even though I want Dustin to win. I know that Connor could still win. The reason I want Dustin to win. Is because I know that Dustin has put in the work. He's been here. This man deserves a proper shot at the title. Proper. Conor McGregor has been out and about and gone for like two years. Almost almost three years. No, not really, because he came back, you know, and fought Cowboy Cerrone. But my point is, if we're going to talk about who's been here putting on shows, it's Dustin Poirier. It's Dustin Poirier. He's the one who's been around. And so... um, I believe that he he deserves a shot at the title. I would want him to win because I want that for him. You know, Connor has had his glory. Literally, he already took the title. He he was the first person to hold two belts at one time. Don't get me wrong. I love Connor. But if we're just talking about who I think deserves it is Dustin. You know, it's Dustin. Anyways, man. Um, 
It's uh, it's unfortunate that that happened to the first podcast, man. The first podcast was way better than this one, in my personal opinion. But what are you going to do? Um, what are you going to do, man? Sometimes in life, things just don't happen the way that you want them to. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry this wasn't as funny, and I hope that you at least enjoyed it a little bit. Um, if you made it to this point in the video, thank you very much. If you think you know somebody who might like it, share it with them, you know. If you, uh, if you like the video, give it a like. If you want to listen to it on the podcasts and not, uh, not on YouTube, sorry. If you want to just listen to the podcast and not watch the video, I'm on Spotify, Apple, Google Play Podcast. My mouth does the talking is the name of the podcast. You know where to find me. And my social media is the combat addict, no spaces. So if you ever want to hit me up or message me or something like that, you know how to do that as well. Anyways, my people, thank you for listening up until this point. If you made it here, you are really a champion. Combat addict out.